Hello, this is an MHARP podcast on the topic of Christmas. My name's Sarah Taylor, Counselling Team Manager with MHARP, and today I have sitting next to me, Paul. Hello. Hello, Paul. Jingle bells to start us off. So immediately. You're late. I'm late. <laughs> By about a week. <laughs> I am, aren't I? Because Christmas seems to be getting earlier and earlier. It is, definitely. Because we're in October now. We are. Um, I have a business that's um, a hairdressing business. And yeah, it's there. I haven't started yet. The pressure's on. It feels like the pressure's on. Right. And um, yeah, I'm late. But I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. Because in the garden centres, in shops, the Christmas decorations are out, the Christmas cards are there to be the bought. The lights are up and ready to go on in the city centre. They are, aren't they? Yeah. And we haven't even had Halloween yet. No, no. Um, yeah, it's a complete vortex. And already I'm booked up. People double book. So they'll book Christmas mm-hmm. and then they'll do one before and they'll come in earlier, or they'll stretch it out. Yeah. And it's quite tenuous because you're trying to fit all of your um, community, for want of a better word, your clients, yeah. into one short space. So it's absolutely exhausting. And you've just got to try and balance that out between doing what you need to do for your family and Christmas. Of course. And, and also working a, a, a busy column. Um, within a, um, a hectic environment. So the week's building up to Christmas. What sort of hours do you put in? Every hour that you can do. Right. So it's not uncommon to do a 12-hour stint easily. That's with no breaks. You just literally one to the next to the next to the next. And you've got to sort of cater to that person. So you're talking about their Christmas and you're talking about what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. Over and over, over and over again. again. So it's almost like you want to have, I mean, it sounds a bit callous, it's not, but you want to have a play record, uh, rewind, play rewind, because that's what you're doing. Um, uh, you're recanting your Christmas and your experience 10 times a day at least to each individual yeah. and their Christmas that's involved in that as well. So, how does that impact you when Christmas arrives? How. What have you got left, is what I'm wondering. Very little. What tends to happen is, one, I like to, whenever the day's over, on the lead-up to Christmas, I have to go home, no media, no television, no, right. no music, nothing, just sitting in a quiet room. Thankfully, I've got a partner who doesn't talk an awful lot uh-huh. um, because I've given everything. Yeah. And normally, you'd have a little drink to relax. Yeah. Um, not the best but that's what you do mm-hmm. oh that's what I do anyway yeah. and um, and then go to bed and get ready for the next day so you really feel the pressure as a business owner oh, to keep up with the other businesses around you yeah 
and yeah. not miss those opportunities. Exactly. But then, you know, for me, the way that I look at it is, I don't want to be involved in that anyway. I yeah. do it my way. Mm-hmm. I've got, you know, it's tantamount to what comes in through the door. It's so busy. I don't need to do the other extra stuff. I'm not, uh, maybe I shouldn't even be in business, but I'm not a sort of like, oh, you know, let's get more money and let's get more money yeah. in and sell up and what have you. It's about the clients, it's about mm-hmm. the community that we've created downstairs. Yes. And um, trying to enjoy it as best we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Christmas really, um, from my point of view, is about children. Yes. The joy of Christmas is seeing those little faces. Yes, um, opening their brand new must-have toy. Exactly, <laughs> because there's always a, a must-have <clears throat> toy on the market yeah. where there's press, they sell out and people are scrambling for that last Furby on the shelf, I remember that, or the last Teletubby. Mm-hmm. And end up paying for it in March of the next year. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, because the financial pressures yeah. of keeping up with the Joneses yeah. Providing for your children what you feel that everybody else is giving their children is can be enormous. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you haven't got the money. Yeah. And everybody sort of like hangs on the John Lewis advert every yes, year waiting yes. for that to come up to yeah. see what must have you must have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a whirlwind. It's a vortex and before you know it, it's over. Yeah. Um, but it is a milestone for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the year. It is optimism. Looking forward to the next year. You know, yeah, unfortunately, it's a bleak time of year. It's normally dank and awful, and the weather's and you're getting up really into you're waking up into darkness. Yeah. You work through if you do a twelve-hour shift. You're working through mm-hmm. into darkness. It does feel uh, hard. <laughs> tough. Yeah. Really it hard is tough. and tough. But um, balanced out with, you know, it's a joyful time of year. Yeah. You do try and get in the spirit whenever you can. Mm -hmm. I always try and put half a day, if not a day, aside that's client-free to be able to do stuff myself. Yeah. Um, Which always gets swallowed up anyway. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. Um, You're right about the children thing. There are no children in our family. Yeah. Um, my younger sister is the youngest in our immediate family mm-hmm. and she's going to be 50 this year in December. Oh, in December. In December. So I tend to wait until her birthday has gone on the 7th. Yeah. And then dig deep mm-hmm. for that last couple of weeks. Yeah. Try to get to the shops, trying to negotiate 100,000 people at any one given time mm-hmm. in a city centre. Hence... The post goes nuts because everybody's doing it online. Yes, um, of course. So my door can open on the shop front, I don't know, dozen times, half a dozen times a day with parcels that, that my work colleagues have ordered online yep. just to avoid the, the, the manicness of the high street. Yeah, and if you can't get out because you're working 12-hour days on the week's leading up to Christmas, what alternative have you got if you feel the need to buy people presents? Exactly. Because there's always the option not to. There is, there is. And <clears throat> we do that now with my sister, my younger sister. She's in Australia. The amount of times that, yeah, you know, year upon year upon year, it's um, potluck if it gets there. Yeah. So my mum will send stuff off. Oh, I don't 
about October to make sure it gets mm-hmm. there. Sometimes it gets there in February, sometimes it doesn't get there. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, it's, really that's, like that. yeah that's happened quite a few times. Uh-huh. So again, it's a disappointment. So we've made a concerted effort to say, let's not do Christmas. Yes. We'll Skype, we'll do the... Or do Christmas differently thing. by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. You are doing it, but you're doing it your own way. Yeah, a lot of people... Now, I did, you know, I did spend one Christmas in New Year in Australia, which was amazing, fantastic, but extremely weird. Lying yeah, on, oh. getting into the sea at 8.30 on Christmas morning uh-huh. with a bright white light and, a, yeah. and, and sun on your, on your bones. You know, it is amazing. I have a work colleague that does it every year. Yes. Um, she opts to just back out, mm-hmm. and, and I don't blame her. No. can be a lot of pressure for a lot of people. It can, and I've had a few Christmases away myself in Spain because I've got a sister-in-law who lives out there and who, who lives alone. So for her, a lot of Christmases have been spent with her and her, her dogs and her donkeys <laughs> and her cats. Well, that's Christmas for you. Yes, <laughs> so that's your a very... nativity. <laughs> yes, that's very true. <laughs> Um, so for her, she spent many Christmases alone, mm. and we've been out there a few times. And in Spain, their approach to Christmas is very different to our approach in the UK. Yeah. For them, it's very low-key, and of course, you've, you've got some warmth. You're out there in T-shirts, and if you're unlucky, a cardigan, but no more than that. Mm-hmm. So again, that felt a little bit weird, but it was wonderfully weird because there was no pressure, yeah. and we were with someone that we love. So that was very different and very nice. And we couldn't take too many presents with us in the suitcase and the children understood that. So there was no there's no pressure. The pressure was totally diminished. Mm-hmm. They were some really nice Christmases I I have to say. Well Christmas is, you know, it is Obviously, everybody becomes a bit religious. They yes. all tend to go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, the carol services, the carol nativity services. services. Nativity. Like my mum, she's 90 now. Um, and between myself and my sister, we care for her. Mm-hmm. You get anything past 85, and they do get grouchy. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I sort of, I'll be there myself one day, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and, you know, her take on it is, oh, it's all Santa Claus, and it's not, you know, it's not the truth, it's not Jesus' birthday, not that we were ever religious, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden you sort of tend to become religious when you're older. Um, so there is, there are these um, parts of Christmas that are deeply, you know, traditionally and deeply rooted, that you, the pressure's there, that you feel that you need to, one, get a turkey, two, you know, food shopping. Yep. Again, like, crazy time. People got two in the morning, people mm, got... Mm. My partner, two years ago, in his quest to save money, decided he would go on Christmas Eve for a turkey because they reduced them yes. in the supermarkets. And when I rang him to ask to be picked up because I was too exhausted to drive, I thought at first he was in a fight, but he was actually just exhausted running through a car park because he didn't have any left in his head in the test. I remember you telling me this story <laughs> and the panic that you hadn't got oh, to God. Turkey. Oh, unbelievable, unbelievable. He did get one. Yeah. It was ridiculously large. It was ridiculously cheap, <laughs> but he did it. Um, I don't think he'll be doing it again. No. Um, no. So, yeah, it is the, the expectations are there. 
They absolutely are. And I'm vegetarian, so I don't have to buy a turkey. I just look for a lovely vegetarian recipe to do. But I do love the cheese and all the trimmings, the stuffing, the roast potatoes, the veg, all of that. The food for me is the best part of Christmas. Yeah. Cooking, having the time to cook a lovely meal and sitting down. Yeah. We tend to have a light breakfast on Christmas morning. Um go out for the day whether it be to the seaside or for a nice walk and then the meal goes on um and if we fancy some cheese and biscuits at supper time that's it so we make it as simple as possible because for us with the emptiness syndrome that we're currently in because my children are both in the 20s now so we never know whether they're going to join us for christmas or not um we're happy to just see what happens on the day and take it easy. The day does feel like the summit, like you've yeah. reached it. Yes, um, yeah. And probably the food is the um, the prize at the top. Yeah. Because sometimes it does feel like a mountain. Mm. Um, you know, we, um, it, it's manic. It is um, a crazy time. But we all do it. Unless you're prepared to jump off the wagon and go to Thailand or Australia yeah. or what have you. We're all in it. It's in your face, it's on TV, it's on the streets. Mm. Social talking. media. Yeah. And How did it ever become so big? <laughs> well, it does make you wonder because we seem to have moved away from um, the religious aspect of it. And of course, different religions will, will celebrate it or not in their own, in their own unique ways. Um, so let's not <coughs> forget that. And if I want, if I can just take you back to birthdays in December, because mm -hmm. you said that your sister has a birthday on the seventh yeah. of December. She does. Yeah, December birthdays, even January birthdays, can be a bit problematic because of the hugeness that mm -hmm. we now know is Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, my son's birthday is the sixteenth of December. So we decided as a family right from the time he was born that we wouldn't put Christmas decorations up until a day after his birthday. Well, that was fine when we only had him. But when his sister came along <laughs> five years later, she was not happy about no. that. She wanted all the decorations up. And now that she's 22, it's all about the Christmas tree for her. Mm -hmm making up for those Christmases when she couldn't have the Christmas tree up until the 17th of December. So, And also, how do you separate the fact a birthday from the Christmas celebrations? It's very, very difficult. It's not easy. It's hard to navigate that one. It is, because you want to throw more at that one individual. Yeah. But if you've got more than one kid, then, you know, it feels like they're being left out. Mm -hmm. Unless you make a fictitious birthday up in the middle of the year. Yes. Well, well yes, why not have two birthdays? <laughs> yeah. Mine's on the 31st of May and I love it. It's right in the middle of the yeah, year. Yeah, you are, aren't Right you? around the bank holidays, plenty to do. Anyway, mm -hmm. this is about Christmas. Yes. I, I did, I, in my last job, I can remember going to Preston, Tony and Guy in Preston. And I said, oh, you haven't, you're not Christmas ready yet. And this was mm -hmm. probably in late October, early November, and he said, oh, our religion doesn't cater for Christmas, so yeah. we're not really doing Christmas. And I was like, but it's not about you, it's about the client. And th on hindsight, it's like, why not? Why wouldn't you do that? Mm -hmm. You know, if that's what you want to do, you don't have to have a Christmas, you don't no. have to... Um, 
join the gang if you want yeah. and, and, and have all that mania going on. But at the same time, I was fighting for the pe- you know, the general population who do celebrate and therefore you should do something within your shop and mm. yet again, apply more pressure. Yeah, because there are so many shoulds and oughts around Christmas, even more so than the rest of the year. You know, you should go to the Christmas party, Mm -hmm. you should buy a turkey, you should buy your tin of quality streets or roses. You know, there are... You have to give cards to every individual. Yes, yes. You know, the last couple of years, before we cut the Christmas with Australia, because it was getting ridiculous, we were Mm. just doing charity things. Yeah. So what you would spend, give it to this charity, give it to that charity. And I think that's quite popular now. Yes, it or is. becoming more popular, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah, and there's more adverts for mm-hmm. charitable, mm-hmm. charitable donations at Christmas yeah. these days that are quite thought-provoking, which can also trigger people, of course, yeah. because they may well be in a similar situation themselves mm-hmm. and feel that they should be giving to charities and they just haven't got the money to do so. Yeah. I've got, you know... A handful of clients who are single mm-hmm. on their own, not going away, and they do tend to um, donate their time to the homeless and yeah. shelter and going and helping out with the Christmas meal. Mm-hmm. Um, I should imagine that could be quite fulfilling, actually. Yes. Um, I'm guilty as everybody else in the past, you know, I sort of down tools on the, t- we do half a day on the Christmas Eve, down tools, and either I get home. And I get the cold or flu. Oh, yeah, <laughs> things catch up. Because it's switched yeah. off. Um, but tend to basically, because of expectations, reach for a bottle. Yeah. I'm not saying I've got a problem with that. No, I haven't no. got a problem with drink, but you do. It's like, oh, let's have a drink, let's mm-hmm. have a drink, you know, just to relax. You have your guests coming around the next day, yet again, depending on the individual and depending on why they're there. You know, I've got a relative who I invite, more years. Um, who still thinks she's in the army. Um, And that's difficult to manage. But then why should you manage it? And why should you do it in the first place? You do it because you don't want to see people alone Mm -hmm. by themselves Mm -hmm. on this very special day. Yeah. And that's a good point you make about the alcohol because there are so many good deals um, on alcohol during Christmas time. And if there's already an alcohol problem in a household, um, behaviour can get out of control because the stats are that domestic violence will increase during the Christmas period um, because of alcoholism and bad behaviour. So for some people who have had memories of Christmases where alcohol has been an issue, that can trigger them. They can feel like they're not looking forward to Christmas at all and stir up some of those traumatic memories. Mm -hmm. The same for anniversaries. You know, if we've um, lost someone near Christmas, I had a spate of two years running. I went to a funeral on Christmas Eve. Wow. Because it was either Christmas Eve or wait until after the New Year to bury these people. Well, that's the power of Christmas, isn't it? It's almost like, you know, it can be marred for many years or the rest of your life, depending on something that may have happened just prior to or just afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, it's just, it's this entity that is just, 
huge. Well, it is because the pressure to feel oh, I mean, happy yeah, and joyful yeah. when you're really not and can just be too much. Yeah, and the craziness of I need a new kitchen, I need a new couch, I need yes, to because the relatives to come in, yeah, decorative yeah. stuff. Um, I've got to get decorated. I've just moved, like literally in the last two mm. weeks, trying to get a workman now yes. to come in and do some work. When up to Christmas, it's not about Christmas; it's about making it look better than what it is because yeah. that's the way I've moved into it mm-hmm. but it's nuts you know it does get crazy it absolutely does and for me it brings up childhood memories mm. um, because my dad unfortunately suffered with um, manic depression mm-hmm. uh, he didn't have an ideal childhood it was very disruptive to say the least and I remember most of my childhood we would get up and we'd do the the little ritual of, oh, has Santa come? Oh, send your dad down mm-hmm. to have a look in the living room. And then as soon as we'd open our presents, he would go to bed with a migraine. And he would be there until lunch was ready. Wow. But we had to be quiet. God, that's because he'd be angry <laughs> if we woke him up. Yeah. So every Christmas, I pretty much knew that that would happen. Mm-hmm. So for me, Christmas came with a grey cloud over it. And also, I remember my parents, who were not well off, um, there was three of three children in the family. Financially, they just about made ends meet. So for them, Christmas was a very stressful time for them financially, as well as emotionally, because we pretty much knew how my dad was going to cope with the day. Mm. And that wasn't his fault. That was, you know, down to his childhood experiences and how he got through that day because mm-hmm. he found it incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. And of course, it impacted us as children. And when I had children, I wanted it to be the perfect Christmas to so, compensate for my unperfect Christmases, yeah. which now, thinking about it, is absolute madness. Yeah, yeah, I can remember back in the early 70s and <clears throat> my mum used to be a singer and she played the piano yeah. so the neighbours used to come in and that was lovely it was really really nice but it mm. was always you know we had a lodger who had a social club so it was always fueled by alcohol mm. we had we actually had something like a seven foot bar in the living room oh, wow. the, yeah no we we I grew up in like a very Jack big house from Coronation well, Street actually, my mum was called Vera oh, and Jack was the guy that was giving him oh, alcohol from the wow. social club. So it was big, big festivities, big parties, marred by going on really late and lots of very drunk people in the house yeah. when kids are there. Fantastic memories, amazing. You know, you don't get all your friends around and, uh-huh. um, and all stand around the piano singing Christmas carols. And then it goes on to the adult bit, but then you go upstairs, but you can still hear it. Mm. It's, you know, you've got, like, real memories of, of good and bad um, strewn in there. But I can remember on Christmas Day once, the television dying. Oh. And that just felt like the end of the world. It was a white, plastic, round thing with a stem. Yes. Back in the 70s. Yes. And uh, black and white, I think it was. And we were just, like... Start looking at each other thinking, Devastated. Oh my God. Well, we were kids. We were yeah. kids. I mean, I don't actually watch any TV on Christmas Day no. normally, but for the kids, you know, it's like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, 
Definitely times. Oh, definitely. Because I remember as a child, you know, getting the Christmas radio and TV times to see what programmes had been scheduled. Absolutely. Which was the big film, because this was the time before DVDs, Netflix... You can Sky take seven different things at once. And oh, yeah. You don't need any of that anymore. You don't ring circle everything in the radio and TV times. Oh, exactly. Uh, I don't even know whether the TV time still goes. I, I think it does, but I don't know who buys it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It's, it's, oh, the memories. I mean, my partner as well is one of these. I mean, I, keep, I tend to do it late because I have to um, um, because I'm so busy within the shop. But my partner can be one of these desperate men running around town mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve at 3pm. If they're not looking for a turkey, they're looking for a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know what to do, don't know what to do. The pressure is massive, mm. massive. Um, it's, it's historic as well, really, when you think about it. And it's not going anywhere. Nobody's no, gonna... no. And it seems to come sooner and sooner every year. I think, oh, has that been a year? Why can't we have mm. Christmas every other year? Exactly. Uh, I mean, I try to, you know, I can't get away from it. It's my job. Yeah. <clears throat> but I try and keep it as late as possible because January and February are so bleak. Mm. We know that we've got like three, four months of like darkness and gloom and doom and, and well, and horrible weather, etc., etc. Mm. Um, so I try and keep it as long as possible until I start doing that Christmas thing. Yeah. Because it's, you know, for me, it's anonymised. It's that long, long stretch mm. of um, being indoors for an awful long, long time. Absolutely. Still eating Christmas cake and pudding three weeks later. Yes, because we don't buy too much food, don't we? <laughs> it's dad. Yeah. Because Christmas is sensory overload. You know, all the bright lights, the sounds, you know, you go in every shop and you're... You may hear the jingle bells, you'll hear, certainly hear carols playing on a loop over and over again. And I do wonder what it's like for those people, you know, sat behind shop, or stood behind shop counters, hearing the same loop mm-hmm. of Christmas tunes and again and again and again. And then the smells of Christmas and the different, the different feels of Christmas. It's, um, it can overload us. It can be too much for a lot of people who just want to pretend it's not happening with good reason. There are so many different perspectives to look at this. You know, the child perspective, the adult, the senior adult, the religious, the lone parents, the divorced, the separated um, couple and the children that are affected by that. Well, just how people fall out over Christmas. Oh, you, don't you know, if you, you get married, you have kids, you've got two sets of parents, who do you uh, pacify? Do, do you know who do yes. you go to? We do one year there, we do one year here, we do, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of falling out, and yes. there's a, a lot of hurt, and a lot of hurt people out yeah. there. Um, Absolutely. It's bittersweet, in my opinion. It can be. Um, most certainly and we have the people working away you know people in the forces or people that just have to work away for whatever reason just to keep things ticking over Mm -hmm. the separation which is it i imagine it's much better these days what with technology skype and whatsapp Mm. um that helps but i imagine it's still very very difficult for people yeah i think you know from my perspective 
It is what, what we talked about earlier. It's just really, really busy. It's really mm. mad, manic stuff. Um, but it's become less and less um, meaningful yeah. for me. I, I, I enjoy it, but I enjoy it because I know that it's uh, come down from a lot of hard work and it's just mm. rest and relaxation. Um, be interesting to shuffle people around on Christmas instead and like get them out of their comfort zones and take a family here and put them with another family yeah. and communities and things like that. That would be good. That would be interesting. Um, instead of just getting into the every routine that you do every year. Yeah. Um, well, I must do this because that's yeah. what's expected yeah. of me. Yeah, the expectations are there, but it's tradition, isn't it? Yeah, and tradition. And, yeah. and change. Um, yeah. You know, no sooner has Christmas happened than the holiday brochures are out there. Yes. Advertising the Sunday weather. Next thing, to spend the money we haven't got on. Yeah, we're, we're led by... Lots of media stuff and, mm-hmm. and con- not controlling people, but playing to our, you know, it's now dark, let's go on a holiday, let's do this. We're, we're led throughout the year. And that's fine, because everybody looks, a lot of people look forward to it. Yeah. And there are some people who are absolutely crazy for Christmas. And they, they do it all year round if yeah. they possibly could. Yeah. Um, be interesting to know why, but mm-hmm. I've, I've got no idea. No. Um, it's like in summer we like to stretch it out as much as we possibly can mm-hmm. because that's what makes us feel good. Yeah. Um, there um, are there are lots of feel good things about Christmas. Yes. But there's also that other side of things that people who are alone, people who are ill. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a difficult one. Are homeless. Yeah, it's a difficult there one. There are so bear. many different ways of having Christmas for yourself. And making it what you need it to be is really, really important. Mm-hmm. And try and not be seduced by the shoulds, the oughts, tradition, mm-hmm. um, your own comfort zone, your own Christmas comfort zone as well. Do it what you do it how you need it to be. Gift yourself that. Yeah. Maybe well, that's well. We went away. There are ultimately my sisters in Australia. My other sisters here. So me, my partner, my sister, and my mum went away last year mm-hmm. just for like three or four days yeah and it was it was a break and it was lovely it was great mm-hmm. i really thoroughly enjoyed it um i've just moved it won't be happening this year but um it's nice to make a break from tradition yeah and i think that you know that's really important um but then people still keep having little babies and then yeah. the whole cycle starts again and it'll yeah. potentially happen for yourself well, because maybe. at some point you, yeah. you never know Taylor or Georgina might have kids and yeah. then all of a sudden you're thrown back into the we're taking it back to yeah <laughs> probably probably so at the moment I'm quite enjoying this phase <laughs> where they may or may not be with me and I very much said to the family last year it's not about the gifts it's about the experience and being together yeah. it yeah. is but how many people fall for that financial pressure yeah. of the must-have gift? And this is what's big this year. And you look at th- things out there in technology, you know, you see these scenarios where people in Japan have cr- are creating robots to keep themselves yes. company and have yes. girlfriends as robots. It's nuts. And, mm. you know, they come at a pretty price, I should mm-hmm. imagine. That'll be next. You know, mm. the big one over the last few years has been the 
what do you call it? The flies. The flies? The, no, the flies, the helicopter thing. Oh, the drones. 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 Like drones. You know, you see, you, you like once upon a time, it was the bike. Yes. <clears throat> Everybody go bike for Christmas yes. now. You hear the hum and the buzz of the drone and mm. you just, well, what's next? You know? Yeah. It's crazy. People still paying for Christmas well into the new year. Mm-hmm. Christmas clubs, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The financial pressure is huge. Absolutely. And working as a counsellor and clients um, on the run-up to Christmas, I do find that I get incredibly busy like yourself, October, November and December. And working as a therapist, I tend to hear the downside of Christmas, mm-hmm. not the joyous side. Yeah, yeah. So by the time I get to Christmas... I feel that the life has been sucked out of it. Yes. Um, Because I don't feel that I can be joyous about it because my clients aren't Mm. joyous. So that's hard for me to navigate and separate myself from the client experience of Christmas and my own experience of Christmas. And, you know, recently having the empty nest syndrome, it's changing for me anyway. And I think that's a good point to make. It's changes as you move through life mm-hmm. um, and it's important to make it what you need it to be yeah. whatever that 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 means basically because you said make it meaningful mm-hmm. because we've lost the meaning of Christmas and the meaning of Christmas is very different for everybody yeah. because we're all unique and maybe that's okay it is. maybe it does need a radical rechange and a rethink but what would that be yeah and how could you you know, I every Christmas Eve, I work half a day, and I can guarantee you that the last three, four years, I've had um, the day just completely disappear because people don't turn up. They don't turn up because oh. they've made that appointment through panic. Yeah. I need to get it done, I need to get it done, I need to get it as soon as I can to that the 25th, which is the 24th. Yeah, yeah. So they'll make appointments and I will ring, <gasps> I totally forgot. Yeah, because you're in the full mania mm. of what is Christmas. You're running around, I forgot this, I forgot that, I forgot the other. I mean, I, you know, a few years ago, I was like, what is that noise? Christmas morning, I went down and my partner was on the kitchen floor with one of these blender things, trying to blend nuts and seeds and all for stuffing yeah. in underpants and a hoodie with a hood up. <laughs> he's six foot three, so he stretched the whole of the kitchen. I was like, what the hell are you doing? I'm trying to keep it quiet. I'm in the corner. Manic. Mania. <laughs> just crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like we're taking over for, over by a new a different force. Mm-hmm. The force known as Christmas. Yeah. So what's as we're coming to a close now, Paul, what's the message that you would like to share with our listeners about Christmas? Um You just gotta make it what it is to you. I would love to do you know, I'd love to go away again. But I can't because, mm. you know, I've got yeah. my, my commitments to my clients. Um, you've just got to make it personal to you. Mm-hmm. And don't try not to get sucked in by all of it. It's really, really difficult. But try not to get sucked in by all the media and all the hype and everything that is um, the pressure to build. I mean, you know, you do see some children, they have, like, dozens and dozens and dozens of gifts and you just think what are you creating with this Mm -hmm. you know let's sit down and 
like rethink it a little bit. Um, I'd love to. I I, I still love the 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 the, the busyness, the the um, the craziness of, of the run up to Christmas because mm. days go really quickly. I'll be at twelve yeah. hour long shifts plus. Um, you just do it. Um, but for me, this year, I don't even know what we're going to do. And I'm, and I'm not even going to think about it. I'm not going to put pressure on no. myself to say, I'm having you, you, you and you come round. Yeah. I've downsized considerably and I can't do that. And maybe that was in the back of my mind. Yeah, could it. be. Christmas has made me downsize from four bedrooms to one. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I think that it is a milestone. It should be joyous, it should be good, but then again, so should every day. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. But it's just that it is a specific date. Um, I'm not going to say that it should be about Santa Claus or Jesus Christ or whatever. I'm not really religious myself. I do enjoy that, you know, if it snows, that makes every, you know, that's the sort of like double icing on the cake yeah. because that's what everybody wants because they see all the old movies and how it's all. Mm-hmm through rose-tinted glasses what it should be. You've got to make it what you want it to be, um, yeah. whether that's being alone, sitting, reading, cat-sitting for somebody while they're away, mm-hmm. or in a massive family where you know there's going to be a bit of a a bit of a spat at some point uh, between siblings yeah. or whatever. You know, it is what it is. You've just got to try and enjoy it. Yeah. And I would like to say, take care of yourselves over the Christmas period understand yourself as much as you possibly can if you find yourself getting triggered that's okay you know let the emotions flow take good care of yourself and have the christmas you want to have whatever form that takes go gently be kind and compassionate to yourself and others and hopefully you'll get through it the best way you know how so thank you, Paul. Not at all, thank you. Thank you for sharing your perspective on Christmas. Thanks for bringing it right to the front. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> We're in it. We're in it. We're, We're in, in it already. already. <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you.